It's recording. Okay. Yeah. Hey guys. So we, I'm here today. It's going to be a little different from the past couple of episodes. Um, less on the interview process, more on a topical theme. I'm here with today's co-host Beatrice. Say hi, Beatrice. Hello. All right. You want to tell a little about what you do? I do a little bit of everything, Um, but right now I've been working on a book, um, hoping to get that out in the next few months, and I have a little bit more projects to the side, but initially when we first met, I was a photographer for over 10 years, and we went to the same school while you were in the video program, Uh, so right now, I, I don't know if I call myself an author, but I'm writing a book. So technically, it would be author, right? Inspiring? Aspiring? I think so, yeah. All right, that kind of falls into that category. Okay, so today's topic is on wasted talent. Um, I know it could be probably triggering for some people because people always want to feel that their yeah, talents are... Yeah, people times. are never wasted talents, but... It's not wasted talent in the way you would normally think it, right? How would you explain what we're talking about? Uh, so in reference to wasted talents, I think that when you find yourself 10 years in, in a specific field and you feel like you're running on fumes and it's not necessarily producing the same results you feel like you're giving in, at that point in time, your mindset is feeling like my talent is wasted. I'm not doing anything with it, and it's unproductive. I spent a lot of money in school. I spent countless hours practicing my craft and doing so much things to master it that you never feel like you master the skill and you feel like you wasted a whole bunch of your time um, to something that you feel like didn't really produce the results you expected. Do you think sometimes we have our minds so focused on this one thing to use with our talents that we kind of ignore all the possibilities that can come from our talents? Yeah, I think a lot of the times we focus on what we think it should be. I mean, I think it's great to develop new talents and skills and it makes you more of a well-rounded person and also you can start a new career with those same skills and adapt. It makes you more adaptable. I think it makes you more able to survive. For example, if your field no longer is able to produce any finances, for example, during the pandemic, there's a lot of photographers suffering because they can't have interpersonal contact. They can't basically meet with their client or anything. A lot of the people are psyched out because they don't want to be around um, housekeepers, photographers, people that do a lot of service-based jobs are suffering. So it forces you to be in that position to where you have to adapt to what you already know and grow from there. But not a lot of people have that mindset. They think that it's the end of the rope. And I think it's just the start of it. I think so. I think like, um, you know, when I first started, it was all um, fashion photography and music videos. And then once things, once I personally started changing, 
it kind of switched. Like I wasn't really too into the music videos anymore because I guess the music videos I was shooting and the artists I was working with weren't exactly the type of music I listened to anymore. So it was kind of a loss of interest, even though it's more, it's still video and photography and stuff, you know, it just kind of shifts. So I think we have to be moldable and be willing to, you know, make a pivot and try something else, but within our same field. Because a photographer, there's millions of things we can shoot. So say you're doing fashion and your fashion dreams just never really panned out the way you thought it would be and you've given it a lot of time, maybe shift to a new photography thing or figure something out to where it's still photography based, but in a new field, I would say, or a new type of job. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, I was so focused on beauty and fashion. I wanted to shoot for Rogue. I was actually able to get published several times, but that didn't give me that sense of purpose. But I do know that developing that skill helped me open certain doors um, that led me to certain places I never thought I would be. So I think, I honestly think there's no such thing as wasted talent or wasting your time in a certain part of your life. I think you could always learn from it. And there's always either a long-term gain or short-term in the sense that you do get paid for that job. But those skills in that time that you're using to develop those skills is never wasted. You can use that to build on yourself because we're such a, I think humans are so dimensional in the sense of we develop so much parts of ourselves that we never finish getting to know ourselves. So I think having more than one career in a lifetime is amazing. And I think that using those same skills to build on the second set of career I know that you mentioned you did video at first and then you use those same skills for media and all of that to start photography too so which they're they're two different they're they're still creative and they're still in the field of media but it you won't do it the same way I know that with video there's different things you will look at but as a photographer that made you such a stronger photographer because you thought of it of more of storytelling so it made you such a strong photographer from your video background. Thanks. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah, it was um it was a random transition over because in school there were certain students that were leaving the video program to go to photography and I would like tease them and be like, oh you can't handle the video world. Get out of here, you know? I mean playfully, but then I see I find myself out of nowhere, God puts me into this photography thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is where we're going now. So yet I never finished the, I never stopped doing video, which I still do that. But the photography kind of took a world of its own. And now I'm at the point where they kind of mesh together, but it's nothing like I was expecting it would be. You know, I wanted to do, for a while, I wanted to do the fitness thing. I got to work with Reebok a little bit, Everlast was published countless times and, and yeah <laughs> but um those things you know after a while you start to once you grow as a person certain things matter more than others what the content you're shooting matters more than others so in in a way there's no really such thing as wasted talent as you said before it's more about 
now you have this God-given talent. Now, how do you use this? Yeah. You know, you could, you, you could do whatever you did to perfect your skill, but now that you have the skill, what are you going to do with it? And I think that's the, the, the point we're trying to make here. That there's, not, there's no such thing as a waste of talent. You just have to kind of pivot and figure out how to use it right. Right? I agree. And I think one thing that's extremely important is when, especially for a lot of photographers that feel like they hit rock bottom and they've developed so much time and developed a skill and they feel like finally they got to a certain groove because it's so hard, and especially in the Florida market, to get good consistent consistent photography because what's most popular is portraiture and commercial work like for example working for Publix which is very selective in that sense with not a lot of photographers have the or videographers have the chance to work with commercial work as much because the such it's, it's such a congested market with so many people wanting to be a photographer yeah um, that it makes it hard to work in different uh, spec areas of it i know that when i worked in a photo studio i felt no choice but to be humbled in the aspect i went to a very expensive school i went to iadt that got sold out after and it was really expensive for the associates program and i always thought (laughs) (laughs) i always thought when i first started there i was like god let this be an investment let this be producing result like I was expecting God to yield me to become a millionaire the second year unrealistic because I didn't develop develop the fundamental uh, fundamental skills that it takes to get to that certain aspect but automatically there was this assumption within myself that because I went to an expensive school because I had the expensive equipment because I had these teachers and I thought I had the resources that automatically I was a shoe-in So in that aspect, when I graduated school, I was disappointed because I automatically thought I was going to get clientele because I was getting a lot of them actually when I was in school. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I could take this as a full-time job. I don't have to worry about nothing. (laughs) I could just work solely as a photographer. But it was uh, 10 years of struggle, hit or miss, a lot of misses, (laughs) and some good hits that I was able to develop and network with some people and grow relationships with so many people who I'm still friends with and I feel like are still pushing at it. And that gave me the motivation and I developed the skills to network, uh, to lead, to organize, to schedule things out. And that helped me open opportunities for a regular conventional nine to five job to lead me to start venturing out to other skills and aspects of my life that I felt like I was too scared to go into, but I had no other choice because I hit rock bottom and I had to make sure to work with what I had. I had nothing else to pull from and kind of rock bottom does that for you. So it's not necessarily a wasted talent and you may feel like it's a rock bottom or whoever's listening may be experiencing that, but I don't ever think that it's wasted. All those years are not in vain. You're going to see one day when you open up your, you lift your head up, and you see the road you traveled, that it was all worth it. Nothing's ever in vain. That's true. Because we think like that's like the talent of scheduling and all this stuff of managing crews and things like that. Talking to talent, talking to makeup artists, all those transition, 
all those skills can transition to another huge, hugely different field, something that has nothing to do with photography or creative. But since your photography, your love of photography has brought you in touch with all these people and taught you different skills, you can then use those skills to apply somewhere else. Oh, yeah. And I remember once one job I got working for a school, the ability to organize, which being a pastor's kid, I organize events and all that stuff. But organizing photo shoots was a little bit different as well. You needed to be creative about it at the same time, just to make sure you have a successful photo shoot, making sure the models are fed and that they have water, making sure that like there's certain things that not a lot of people would think about in a photo shoot to make sure that it's a successful photo shoot. Because if your model's starving and hungry, it's going to show and it's going to the, the whole mood and everything is just going to be ruined. So I had developed certain skills being a photographer simultaneously with being a pastor's kid. A lot of those skills from back in the day, which I also thought that time frame, it was a waste of time spending countless amount of hours reading the Bible because I always wanted to be a preacher. So from there, from the starting point, ever since I was 10 years old, all the way to now, all of the time that I spent before God and I spent behind my camera are not wasted. It actually put me in very unique positions to where I can serve for God and be able to fulfill the purpose he had set out for me. That's great. I love that. And so did you always want to do photography? Always, since I was 11 years old. I started, I stole the camera from my father. We weren't allowed to touch that. Mm-mm-mm. that's bad <laughs> and i broke it once and then when oh, like, wow. somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> broke it and then i end up fixing it and he caught me because he was like so you're the one that broke it and fixed it and i was like yeah <laughs> well at least he, you fixed it yeah i fixed it and then he started asking me to shoot church events do the video and photography and i used to do that ever since then all the way till um when we moved from no i actually used to do that for evangelists too i used to do that for my church I would do that in a consistent basis, not only photography, but video and organizing events and stuff. So it seemed to be very consistent in my life. Huh. So that's what made you want to do the photography also in school. Yeah, that's where I started my interest with photography. It started when I was 11 years old. I stole a camera. Wow. Preacher's kid stealing cameras. No shame yeah. on you. <laughs> but hey, it all worked out, right? Yeah, I did. I mean, God had to get you there somehow. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he has a way of putting very small experiences that we would we would usually take for granted. We're like, well, whatever, that's just a small experience, but it just pivots you to where you are now. I don't think anything's accidental. I think everything um that God has predestined every single moment and I know that this is a, a lot of even Christians debate this. Oh, um yeah, <laughs> um, this seems like a very controversial topic in the Christian community and a lot of people who don't believe in Christ. But I do believe that he organizes every moment that we have um, and everything's to a greater purpose. Like, I think everything works for his good and all the time is never wasted. Everything works for his good. Either way, it sucks and it's painful experiences. It builds character. It builds skills. It builds patience it builds tenacity and it's never wasted that pain and those tears you shed are never wasted 
Amen to that. I agree. <laughs> um, so I think our idea for today was there's no such thing as wasted talents. Yes. Whatever talent you have and if you've been trucking at it and going and going, maybe you're just in the wrong field. You can apply those talents to other fields, to other careers. Don't think just because you hit a wall that you can't run through the wall or go around the wall. Take a different path. Okay, don't get discouraged. Don't feel like, oh, no, my world is ending. No, maybe this is what you need to do right now to get a specific type of skills that you can be used later. So basically what we're saying is don't give up. How's that sound? Amazing. I think it's important to never give up. Either I there's people excuse me that are, are they they're like 40 years old. Like Vera Wang is a great example of that. I think that she worked a corporate job all the way till she was like 40 years old. And it wasn't until she started deciding to venture out and start a wedding uh do um bridal dresses and stuff. And now she's one of the biggest fashion designers of the world. So I also don't think that it's a specific time frame that you need to achieve certain goals and and things that you have always dreamt of. My mom took 20 whole years while she was trying to raise us to finally finish and graduate as a nurse. It's a dream that she never decided to let go, but had to put on pause for certain parts of her life because of family, because of church, because of other personal things that 20 years down the road, she was able to say that she was a nurse and it was much harder at the time frame she did it because she felt like her it was harder to understand those type of complex subjects, especially since her brain was always focused on different kind of things. But she always remained herself within the same field, the medical field, but made sure that she continued on that dream. And it wasn't to a couple of years back that she was like, nope, I have spent all the time. She waited for all of us to hit a certain age to where we're not 100% codependent on her. And she decided to go back to school and she finished it. She was one, she was one determined mother. My mom is a determined woman. And she started school, was, um, had struggles with certain classes, had to drop out some classes. And it was like that for like three years straight. But she made sure that she did it. And she is one of the people I look up for in aspects of that. It's like, you never give up. It, those years that she spent going to school, even in one of the, the classes she spent, she, she started with some psychology classes. And in that psychology class, my love for psychology was born. They had to, um, they had an assignment of multiple personalities and we had watched a movie called Sybil that was like four hours long, but it wow. had, they had like 26 <laughs> personalities and it was based on a real person um, that said that she had multiple personalities. I think the amount was inaccurate, but it was based on a real person, but my fascination for that was born that day. So that experience that she had was never wasted. She always was a learner. She always yearned to learn new things and was very curious. And I think that that's a very healthy mindset to have the way you feel like you haven't hit the mark. Always keep going because maybe not your time, but eventually it would be. And that doesn't mean that you give up, but you keep chucking forward. Amen. I feel that. Yeah. All right. So 
this was nice, short and sweet. We may be doing more of this style of a podcast between interview sessions with uh, other people. So hope you like it. Um, leave a comment, review if you can. And uh, from here at the Open Bridge Podcast, I'm Blake with Beatrice. Thanks again for listening. Say bye, Beatrice. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Did I say anything else? I hope.